Welcome everyone to episode 162 of The Glow. So good to be with you, so good to be here. Uh, so good to have my guest on today, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. I'm going to share this with a few groups on Facebook. And... Um, I have a smashed phone that I need to use because uh, my new phone wasn't able to upload the app, but you don't need to know all about that. All you need to know is that we're here. We're live. Welcome, Ashura. Welcome, Valerie. Welcome, Corey. Welcome, everybody. When you're entering, you can share your name and where you're from. This is live interactive space also coming at you on YouTube on the replay, on iTunes on the replay, welcome Annie, on SoundCloud, so uh, lots of different ways to catch us and connect. Welcome Bakur from Egypt, so good to be with you, Egypt something I'm sure will come up in our discussion as uh, Corey spent time in Egypt as well. Let's bring in Corey right Welcome, Christina. Thanks for being here. Hey, Corey. Hey. Hey. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Interesting morning, unusual morning. Things didn't go as uh, expected. I had some really weird pants on. And when I pulled my hand out of my pocket, my phone fell out of my pocket and it just smashed flat on the ground. <laughs> And uh, I had to spend all the morning getting a new phone. And then once I got the new phone, then the apps wouldn't upload to the new phone. So now I'm using the smashed phone. So I'm sure there's some kind of really deep wisdom in that, you know? Like you can always use your smashed phone if you need to. <laughs> the apps wouldn't upload Hold on, I'm to trying the new to phone. Out so now I'm using to, uh, share this to my page. So you're back in Boulder. Yes. I'm wondering, Kathy, Tamara, those of you, did you see this? Did you get a notification from my page? Is that, uh, is that how you found out about the live? I just want to make sure that. that uh... Hey, everybody. How are you finding out about this amazing podcast episode? Tell us how you, how you know about it, how you found out about it. Welcome to... Um, it's hard to read names from my on my smashed phone, so you might have to like help me out. Okay. But welcome Joy, welcome Lavina, welcome everybody. Hey Guru, hey Oliver, hey Kaya. Uh, okay, so I think yeah, I think there must have been um, a note. Something happened. Cool. Nothing exciting happened. <laughs> cool. So, last time we talked, you were in Peru. In a, in a noisy cafe, and I was in um, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Christina says, I got a notification from Brian. How cool. I follow you on IG. Yeah, I know you, Christina. Welcome. Thanks for being here. Yeah, so, we, so that was then. And then a lot of things have happened since then. Like, so much has transpired. We both have uh, been to multiple continents and traveled to different places and 
had different experiences, which I'm excited to hear what's been happening for you. And it feels like you've just been diving in like really deep. That's my feeling is like, you've just been diving in like, like just one pointed, like, I think, I feel like since you got back, me like in particular, but maybe even before that, like this is kind of one pointed focus on um, the truth, you know, discovering the truth, self-realization. And so that I came up, I saw this phrase yesterday, dying for the truth. And you're like, wow, that's, that's cool. But it's like a little bit morbid, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, well, morbid is the new cool. Morbid is the new fun. So, but yeah, it's like this sense of like, just giving yourself completely and absolutely to the truth of who you are and just being willing to let go of anything that doesn't align with that. It doesn't connect with that. That doesn't resonate with the essence of who you really are. And it's really beautiful and inspiring to watch um, the journey that you're unfolding on as you discover that and you share that on Instagram and on Facebook. And I have to tell you something, um, which I think you'll take as a compliment. I really don't like follow people on like Instagram or Facebook. I just don't feel like I have time for that. But you're like one of the only people that I like, I'm really interested in like what, what you got. Cause you, what you share is just so rich and vulnerable and insightful. And um, it's really, I <clears throat> encourage people to, uh, to follow Corey on Facebook and Instagram. That's awesome. Um, Cause you're sharing, you're sharing things that are true for you as you're discovering them, but they're, they're universal truths, right? So they're, they're truths that apply to anyone and, and everyone. So um, that's a little bit of the framework and some of the stuff that you, you've gone into, I was checking it out a little bit this morning. Um, well, first of all, to backtrack, you you broke up with all your friends. That was really fun. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so we got we to talk about that. Hi. You talked about humility. You talked about like what what a high level. I think the term you used is camaraderie. Nice, right? Like what what high level relating is mm -hmm. what that is. Um, what else have we explored? I took I took a little just in some of the great quotes that you've been sharing. Oh, right. Use of emotion, what, how emotional intelligence, what it is and what it isn't. Um, so lots of stuff to dive into. And I feel like this is going to be a recurring thing for us. We'll, we'll just check in every so often here and share it with the world and just see what's opening and what's inspiring. But what would you say is like the number one thing that you've kind of discovered or been exploring in these last few months? Um, well, this has felt like a bit of a buildup. Um, <laughs> which, you know, I mean, we've been talking for, um, years, I think. Um, and I feel like I've kind of definitely had this like orientation toward like the, the truest or the highest. Um, but so recently I've started to speculate that actually it's not like this, like ladder that it's just like a toggle. Like there's on or off, there's like in alignment, out of alignment, there's like um, open or closed and that there's, yeah, there's a full spectrum of both of those things. I mean, you can either be like closed, really, really closed or just kind of closed or, or really, really open or just kind of open, but that there's like this middle area, this toggle, this switch. Um, I mean, that, that I've been able to sort of identify in myself and and in other people like you can always feel that breaking point where there's like oh like that that um 
yeah, basically like where the old paradigm crumbles or the old or the old model doesn't work anymore and there's like an awareness of like what's actually possible or this this higher truth this expanded view um and and the this book i'm reading right now um outwitting the devil by napoleon hill have you have you read great that title no i hadn't i hadn't heard of it I, i've heard of the author napoleon hill but i hadn't heard of that that book that title I yeah they had this book wasn't released for like 80 years and he's been dead for a while, but they, they didn't release it. So they, they released it a couple years ago. Um, and the whole premise is that Napoleon Hill, this like famous philosopher, is it's an interview between him and the devil. So he's tuning into like basically what it is that keeps humanity scared and, um, and self-doubting and um, ignorant and complacent and lethargic and... Um, you know, just like out for themselves. And he like tunes into the mechanisms behind that and gets really clear on like that there's a choice between like where you put your energy or what you focus on. Is it, is it to sort of, um, are you feeding into the, the, the self-doubt or are you, are you saying like, no, like there is an alternative here. Like I'm not going to go there. So just, I mean, I feel like, um, yeah, what's been so exciting for me, and I guess if I want to, like, it's just this confidence that, like, this truth that I've been sort of seeking, that it's confidence that, yeah, like, that it actually is like that. Like, there actually is um, a code to crack. Like, there actually is a breakthrough, and there's a way to, um, there's a way to, like, make that land for a ton of people. Like, there's a way to really make that land for, for the mainstream. And yeah, it feels like the first step is just having my own private confidence that that it can be done, and um, and that 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 toggle exists, that that breakthrough exists, that that's a real thing. So that's what the that's what this recent like like surge of energy has been all about. It's like okay, this is real. Uh -huh. This is actually what I'm going to dedicate my life to. Like I actually believe in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I told you like you're one of the only people that I've met that I've encountered that has that same kind of focus that I've had, you know, where that's, that's like all that matters and nothing else, nothing else even comes close. You know, it's like, uh, right. there's a saying I have sometimes, like, why would you want to chase around tiny little candles when you can have, when you can have the sun, nice. you know what I mean? It's like, but, but when you talk about it, right, what is it? Like, how do you define it? Um, I, I mean, there's a few ways to look at it. I think some people would call it God or intuition, but I just think of it as like your potential. Mm -hmm. Like I think of it as my potential. It's mm -hmm. like in any moment I am aware if I'm like in a bad mood or if I'm like feeling like I'm, you know, judgmental or I can, I'm like aware of the distance between how I'm currently feeling and how I know I could be feeling. If I was just, if I was just like humble or if I was just confident or if I was just clear, or if I was just over whatever this trigger was that was keeping me contracted in this moment. So that like that toggle or whatever is available in every instance. And so it to me just feels like it's like a, the potential. It's like the best case scenario of this moment, which is always creative and generous and, and um, alive and, and 
totally confident, like beyond confident, beyond it's, it's just like you at your best self. It's like you're scheming and you're creative and your thoughts are for something and you're there for people and you're available. Love it. Me too. And it feels like it's like, to me, it always comes back to being present, to being in the now, you know, being aware and awake in the moment and not being lost and attached to that with the story of who you are in the future, the story of who you are in the past. But when we're really present in this moment, then it's like this whole other level emerges and the story becomes exactly that, becomes a story. You know, and you can create the story Fuck of yourself yeah. in the future because there is no future. Nice. And you I can create that. the story of yourself in the past because there is no past, right? That's great. That's exactly right. That's how it feels. Like, that's how it feels when you have that breakthrough. It's like everything else is just totally, like, adorable. Like, that's always how it feels. It's like you break through. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, my God. Like, I took that so seriously. Look at all these people taking things so seriously and, like, so convinced that the way they lived the last year – and that like linear timeline and progression of how things went is significant <laughs> and like is gonna matter and has anything to do with what happens right now. I mean, because it's so seductive, it's so convincing. Like you really think that things, that there's like a trajectory that you can't stop or you think, you think that there's this like linear inevitability and that you can just project your past into the future and like there's no control, but that's what happens is you have this breakthrough, you have this toggle switch and it's like, oh my God, I'm totally independent of anything that has ever happened or will ever happen. Like that's, it's just a story. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. And then I think, I think that the, 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 the other thing that happens there, people start to get like a partial realization of that. And they're like, oh, well, story is bad. I, I, I shouldn't have a story. Like it's bad for me to have a story. I have to try to get rid of my story. But the, the idea that you should try to get rid of your story is itself a story. Totally. And it's a really boring story, right? So there's no problem right. with having a story. It's just realizing the story is a story, right? And then it's play. Then it's fun. Then it's not who you really are. Then it's not something you're attached or identified with. It's like becoming one with the, with the, um, the infinite creative intelligence, you know, becoming one with, with creation, so the story of creation is being created by us. You know, we're the, the infinite essence of who and what we truly are. Nice. So I think that that's like the next level of this sense of like, you know, I shouldn't have any thoughts. I shouldn't have any stories. I, I get why that's there because it allows you to realize who you really are. But then the next level is to like embrace the world of form, to embrace the world of story, to totally. embrace... Um, to embrace linearity by realizing that it's not who and what you really are, that you, the essence of who you are transcends anything you could ever experience, anything you could ever notice or imagine. It transcends even the illusion of two, you know, the illusion of three, four, five. It's so liberating. <laughs> nice, I love it. So, creating the best version of you then allows you to be able to create the story, right? You can, you, you can like, you know, the best version, the high, the, what's my potential, like all this, this ability, it's like your imagination becomes liberated where before it wasn't, where before it was like, Oh, this is just who I am. This is how old I am. This is where I live. This is what's in my bank account. This is my gender. This is my ethnicity, all this stuff, you know, 
but it's like you start to realize who you really are and all that gets like, like blown open and this infinite potential emerges so i see self -re what i call self-realization and self-actualization going together right and what i like about you is like you're I, I see you exploring those realms too and like kind of putting the pieces together how it's not two different things you know delving into Eckhart Tolle and Ramana Maharshi and then you can get into like the kind of the Tony Robbins realm of the 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 you know reach your potential actualize yourself from and it's all it's all there's there's a way that it all goes together where in the, initially it seems like it doesn't but it actually is perfectly aligned I totally agree yeah you kind of can't separate them it's like yeah it's like the more the more sort of um Eckhart Tolle like uh you know self-realization sort of experiences I've had the more the more motivated I am to do the the empowerment stuff the more motivated I am to to be like yo this is possible really like I need to make it's like you just get amped it's like I remember being in Vipassana which is 10 days totally silent you can't make eye contact anything and I'd be having these realizations and it's like this overwhelming feeling like I have got to share this I've got to figure out how to share this like it, like I it's like you can figure out how to make it make sense which is totally like an empowerment thing it's like you gotta you know go do epic things and become influential and um be articulate and share and do things and reach out and um invite people along so yeah I think it's you can't I don't think you could you could separate them if you try There's like a, there's, um, I put this, I was, I, I like to goof around sometimes, as you know, I don't think people realize that I'm playing with them when I do certain things, but I am. So I put this poll out and I said, um, what are you grateful for? Option one, everything. Option two, nothing. And like most people, most people put everything. <laughs> and then, a, and then a friend of mine, people put nothing. Then a friend of mine put, is this a trick question? Which, which made me laugh because it is a trick question because when you, when you recognize who you really are, there is this essence of being nothing, you know, the no thing, no form, no shape, no size, this, right. just this um, awareness, right? But also of being everything, right? So you're aware of being nothing and everything. It's like this, you transcend all duality. So you're everything and nothing and and something cool. I haven't even include that, which I didn't used to include, but I think that's important to include too. So you're nothing, everything, and something. So I'm nothing, and I'm everything, and I'm Brian, all at the same, all at the same time. <laughs> so I can tell you my story. Oh yeah, you know, I smashed my phone last night. That's that's the Brian, and nothing, like nothing's ever happening, nothing ever will happen, and everything. Oh my God, I look at the tree. I, I'm one with the tree, I'm one with the birds, I'm one with you, I'm one with the clouds, right? This mystical awareness of being one with everything. So I think that what happens, and it's not a mental kind of like, oh, let me try to think about this, or let me try to like strategize this. But I think what happens is when you, when you get quiet and you realize who you really are, there is this tremendous impulse to be of service, to help people, to support people, because you recognize that they're you, you know, you recognize that who you're looking at, who you're thinking of, who you're, is you, it's all you, like everywhere you look is you, you know? So 
this opens up this like tremendous love. It's like people want love. They want to like, how do I find the one? How do I meet my whatever? But it's like, it's in you, you know, like you recognize this love inside yourself just by getting quiet, by getting still and like getting in touch with who you really are. And then there is this natural impulse to, to support, to help, to be of service, to, to make things happen, to create. I mean, that's what I feel you're pointing to. Totally. <laughs> so I mean there's there, there's so much that you've like you've been sharing lately that's just so rich but like tell me about this point where you had this idea where you 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 verbalize in a way that kind of shakes people up a little bit of like I'm breaking up with my friends or like I'm breaking up with my social life mm -hmm. like what was that like for you where'd that come from and what's happened since then yeah let me feel it again. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so, well, I, I, um, I hurt my shoulder. That was like the big catalyst, you see, the skateboarding, <laughs> rollerblading, slightly. No, rollerblading. That's close. Um, wheels <laughs> yeah um and yeah I just hurt myself and I was and I always like these I like these like shaking um circumstances just to kind of use it as like okay like okay 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 I haven't been listening like let me you know let me just you let me just assume it's a catalyst and if it's a catalyst like what's it a catalyst for somehow I'm out of alignment like somehow I'm Somehow I'm just calling my attention to do this. Somehow I'm calling my own attention to like look inward and like check myself. So um, I did and I just wrote like, okay, what am, what's in alignment? Like if I were to get my life in into alignment, what's in? Um, and I, you know, I wrote the stuff that was in, which is all, which is all basically um, philosophical stuff, like self-realization stuff. It's all about um, the specific people that I'm following, the specific um like writing yeah. videos um yeah uh meditating alone time and i just noticed how obvious um how obvious it was that i left all people all my friends all my all the ways i was spending my time is what i left out so like the way i actively was spending my time is what was not on if I were to get my life into alignment, like just by default, it's like, okay, so 24 hours a day. No, I mean, besides sleep, but maybe 16 hours a day, um, I'm spending my life in a way that's out of alignment. So, and that to me was mostly social. So when I decided to break up with my social life, it wasn't, there was no sense of like, I want these people out. Like there's no, there's no cutting people off. It was, it was the opposite. It was more like, um, I want people in my life who like want to be here, not like just no more default, no more social life, no more friendship, like friendship to me, the way like we all do it is just like, Hey, how have you been? Like, let's cap catch up. Like it's been so long. I haven't seen you. Like, what have you been up to? Let's catch up. Um, it's just, it's just like maintenance. It's like watching TV or checking your phone. It's just, um, it's not for anything. It's not for either person to 
have breakthroughs or to um, collaborate on something together or to um, even support. I mean, it's really, it's just like this masturbatory thing and we kind of use each other to entertain ourselves or to distract ourselves, which I felt, which I, mm. I mean, I think we all feel that to an extent. It's like, why did I just spend my time like that? Like, what did we even say? Like, what even, it's like, but we'd kind of, there's such like a collective agreement that like relationships are the fruit of life. And that's, you know, you just need to spend time with people and keep your friends close and just be around people and take care of people and have that phone call, write that letter. So it's kind of a taboo thing to be like, all right, like no more social life until it's for something, until we're intentional about this. And I've just noticed um, as a result, very few people took it personally. Almost everybody was like, thank you. Oh my God, finally, like this is exactly what I want too. I just never knew how to voice it. I never knew how to, you know, it's like you just kind of go along with uh with with expectations or with it's just like this default mode like we don't question it so yeah i've been really pleasantly surprised that people are just like rising to the occasion and when they say do you want to hang out and i say why there is not <laughs> like it's not it hasn't been it hasn't offended anybody i don't think uh well well it's it's been a little bit borderline but quickly people can be like okay i get that like nice here's why or okay nice I won't let's not hang out and then once I actually have a good reason to hang out we will and then I I'm so appreciative of that it's like hell yeah like it just feels like all the friendships all my relationships around me are actually like becoming exciting and like I'm down to have a phone call now and I'm down to meet someone for coffee now because there's a new bar there's like something that we're doing there's breakthroughs happening there's like a new intentionality where slower we're not just like gossiping or riffing so yeah like living in a really conscious intentional way is what it what it seems like it comes down to you know what why am i doing what i'm doing and being aware in the moment you know mm -hmm. if this is if this is if this is really what i'm being called to do what i'm being called to say who i'm being called to relate with and the questions i'm called to ask or what i'm called yeah it's like it's, it's awesome i mean it's like we have this idea that, um, which is really interesting to question that, I, I don't know, things like loyalty and things like um, family and things like marriage and things like <laughs> being a, I mean, you can get really radical with this, you know, things like being a parent, like you gotta, you, if you wanna really be in a space of love, you gotta question everything. Like, is this relationship really conscious? Is this really intentional? Or am I just going through the motions because this has been conditioned of what I'm supposed to do? Something, some agreement I made 20 years ago right. or some agreement I didn't even make ever at all, right? And there's the potential actually to um, redefine your relationships with the same people. They can come from a totally different way in, in ways that you can really be surprised you know, um, or not. But I think like what you said about it's not being against anybody, but it's what am I for? Like, I love that. Cool. I love that in every aspect of my life. What, not what am I against, but what am I for? Like what, what and, and putting my energy always in that direction. So in the realm of relationship, it's like, yeah, I'm not against anybody. I'm, I'm just focused on what I want to create, what I'm for. Nice. And whoever shows up in that, totally. that, that, that resonance, that vibrational frequency, I'm, I'm happy to see them, you know, and whoever doesn't, then I welcome that freedom from them to go wherever they want to go. 
as well. Cool. Yeah, I love that. That's like, so I kind of go back. There's like a thing where I can get a little self-conscious about this shift because people are like, just chill, like relax. Like, let's just hang out. Like, let's just like, what's the big deal? Do we need to be like meditating and eye gazing every time we hang out? Like, no, that's 100% not. But like, I can feel that like, ugh, like, I don't want to be the spiritual friend. But I also like, this is the thing. It's like, I do feel like we all came here for a reason. Like, we're here to learn something. We're here to grow. We're here to add value to the world, especially right now when it's climactic and like the environment is hectic and technology is at like this breaking point with VR. Um, and, you know, politically, whatever. It's like any old person you talk to is going to be like, yeah, it's never been like this. This is really like, this could be, this is a breaking point. Like, this is like, we're about to like hit the climax. So I feel, I feel like, Obviously, um, obviously, I don't want to go full like, you know, kumbaya spiritual mode and like make everything like a super intentional, like soft dialogue. But like, but also like, I feel like so many people are so complacent or like, or so hungry, so hungry, just right beneath the surface of um, just the social validation games that we've all been conditioned to play. But right beneath that, there's just, like, this hunger to, like, what am I here for? Like, what do I believe? What do I think? Like, what do I want to do? Like, what if this were my best case scenario? And, like, you can see that with all the depression, all the anxiety, people, you know, it's, like, people are, there's, like, cognitive dissonance between, like, what we're tolerating and what we're, the kind of conversations we're suffering through. And just right below that, it's just this, like, oh, like, desperation. Like, people are really hungry, and I feel really ready. Yeah, so that's Well, yeah, and the other thing is why do people why do people get together? What is a social what is a social gathering? Usually it's to try to avoid, to try to escape. I mean, if you look at it, yeah. that's what it is. Like what is a Saturday night? What's a Friday night for most people? Right. Trying to avoid their problems for a few hours, trying to get away from their lives for a few hours. Hmm. Right? right? And like then it's kind of like laundry, like you have a big pile of laundry, you're like, "Oh, I don't want to face that," you know? So then a week later you look at it and it's like twice as high, right? That's why I think people are like living. They don't want to face themselves. Right. So they start trying right. to avoid, let's, let's go to the club and get, let's get smashed. You know, let's go to the club and get smashed. You know, <laughs> whatever different ways. Let's, let's, let's watch some stupid sitcom on TV right. all night, you know? All these different someone. ways to try to, to right, to, to try to get away for a few hours from what? From myself. Right. Let me try to get away from myself for a few hours. And I think, like, to me, it's like, how about we try to face ourselves for a few hours? Like, how amazing would that be? You know, how exciting would that be to, like, try to see myself more fully, to try to see myself more clearly and have to help you see yourself more fully and help you see yourself more clearly and support each other in that and have friendships based on that and camaraderie based on that and um, partnerships based on that and, like, families based on that and organizations and companies. Cool based on that, you know, and communities and cities based on that, like, that's exciting. That is exciting. And that's what, like, yeah, we, we spend so much time trying not to do that, but yeah. it's not going to work. We're going to have to face ourselves. And the crazy thing is, like, I get it because when you first start to face yourself, you're going to face, your, things are going to come up that you've been trying to avoid. And what are the things that you've been trying to avoid? They're probably, some of them are painful or they're scary or they're sad, you know? Mm. So there's a sense of like not wanting to avoid these things that are uncomfortable, but underneath that, 
to face yourself is so liberating. Like it's the greatest freedom because then you're just free. Then you're not trying to avoid anything. And when you're not trying to avoid anything in yourself, you're not trying to avoid anything in anybody else. And then you're just available to the moment. Cool. You just show up available, you know, to, to what's arises. You're just wide open, wide open awareness, free to what's arising in the moment. Nice. And I feel like that's, that's the potential. That's, that's what we can support each other in and we can relate from that place. And when we relate from that place, it's so creative. So the energy is so creative. Like, so you and I, we connect, we communicate, and the energy is so creative, right? Right. And then you, you experience the alternative and you're like, it just doesn't compare. Like, it's just, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's like, as you said perfectly, the bar has been set, you know? So it's like, if, if, if you don't want to face yourself, if you want to try to run, if you want to try to hide, if you want to try to escape, like, that can't happen here. So it's just not going to work. Not that I'm trying to get rid of you. You're, you're going to get rid of yourself because you're not going to align with what the frequency is here that's, that's presenting itself. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing too. So, so my, my, my feeling is like we never actually, I, I, won't say, I don't like to say never, but it's very unusual to ever have to like tell somebody that you don't want to be with them anymore, like whatever, like reject people. Like I'm not going to say never, but usually – there's just the, 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 the vibration just doesn't align. Yeah. You just don't see them in your field anymore. Right. You know, and then new people start showing up. Totally. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, actually, and I've noticed this too, like, since I've done this, since I've done this, um, like, breakup, it's like, there's been a few people who have gotten more on my radar. People that I thought, it's like, well, yeah. say bye to everybody. Like, bye to everybody and we'll see who comes back. And now it's just like, friends, it's like, oh, damn, like, like people with who are, who are like, okay, like I'm in, like, what is this? Let's do this. Like, I've got ideas. I'm hungry. I've got, what about this? What about yeah. this? Sending me quotes, asking my opinion on quotes. It's like, damn, that's, I love that. Like that wouldn't have been, that wouldn't have happened if I didn't do a cutoff. If I didn't say like, okay, like I'm leveling up, like anybody interested? And so, yeah, before it was kind of a, it's like, you get what you tolerate kind of thing. So. Yes. Yes. That's been such an important truth that I've been noticing in myself and noticing with clients I'm working with. Yes, you get what you tolerate. You totally get what you tolerate. And when you, when you start, it's almost like you're, you're watching a movie that you created the plot for, but we don't realize it. It's like nice. unconsciously we don't realize it. We're, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the screen and I'm going to look at, but you could, you could look this way and see a totally different <laughs> yes. movie, but you're choosing to look this way over and over and over and over. Nice. Why? Why, why are you looking that way? You want to keep seeing that same car crash over and over and over? You know, there's something exciting about it for you. You know, there's, the drama is interesting. It's, it's alluring, but you could look that way and have a totally different experience. And we start to, it's like, so even, wow, yeah. this is where I think like law of attraction teachings have some, have some important truths. Even when you resist something, you're still giving it energy. So you're still going to have it showing up in your field. 100%. Right? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So it's like, even that subtle, like, even that subtle, like, oh, I don't want to see him or I don't, that's going to keep that person keep showing up in your field. You know, there's something there for you to integrate. But when you're just like, yeah, I totally embrace and, and um, I totally embrace the existence of this and I'm putting my attention here to create this. That's <laughs> when you start firing in all cylinders. Nice. I love that. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Damien Sharp. Welcome, Debbie. 
Welcome, Shim, something with the SHI that I can't see because of my smartphone. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for being here. You can share where you're from. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks for being here. So one thing that I started telling you about is the silent retreat mm. that I did. Cool. Which totally relates to what you're talking about. So this silent retreat was something that we created and it was not Vipassana style. It was actually like my intention was let's do something that is embodiment, has embodiment, is embodied. So silence with mindfulness walking, silence with yoga, silence with breath work, silence with ecstatic dance, silence, you know, uh, we did a whole variety of things that were like engaged with the body, with the mind, with the moment, with the senses, but in silence, you know, and it was really, really powerful. Um, but there wasn't, there wasn't talking except for one part of the day, one hour and a half. And so there wasn't the space to release this kind of mind chatter, you know, that we normally have when we think we're connecting in relationship. Mm. So like, it was amazing. Like what I found with like Annie and myself is in the nonverbal space of not talking for multiple days. Oh, you guys weren't talking felt today. Close. No, we decided to do it too. Nice. I love Except that. for like a few like little moments, we had to cover like some logistical stuff, but beyond that, we didn't do it either. And it's like, <laughs> What I was sharing with you that I realized is, is we think that there's this whole idea of like wanting to, to connect. I want to connect with you. I need to connect with you. I need to connect with you, right? But what I realized even more fully and deeply is we already are connected. Like there's oh, nothing goodness. we have to do to be connected, you know? So actually what's happening is people are actually nervous and anxious about feeling so connected that they have to talk, talk, you know, oh, what about the, what about the, new, what about the Mets? What about the, you know, what about the weather? What about something to talk to, to, cause if, if they're still, you're going to feel connected and that feels awkward, you know, but cause we're just conditioned that way, wow, you know, yeah. I don't know that person. I don't want to feel, you know, so, but there's something about like, just not having the words. And the other big thing I noticed really big realization, like something I kind of, definitely knew but i didn't realize how big it was is the degree to which we can we connect through complaining right so the example that i that i found that was really clear is we, we go on this mindfulness walk the first night and this place is just like absolutely like covered with mosquitoes right this is in like florida really humid like dense woods mosquitoes so I wanted to go like to the person next to me, like, oh my God, these mosquitoes, man, it's, it's crazy, you know? And they'd be like, oh yeah, these mosquitoes, it's terrible. And then that, then we connect like to how we hate the mosquitoes. <laughs> you know? And that could be our like point of connection to then through the whole wow. weekend, we talked about, oh, this is terrible. Yeah, we got to do it again. So there'd be this whole thing about complaining about the mosquitoes, right? But I, I couldn't, cause I couldn't talk. So I just had to sit with this discomfort about the mosquitoes, you know, this resistance to like the mosquitoes. And because I couldn't release the energy, it became so clear that this, this, this energy of complaining is a total waste of energy. Wow. Like the mosquitoes are here. So me complaining about it doesn't actually do anything about it. The only thing I can do is just acknowledge that they're here and make adjustments the next day. 
you know, which I did. I came out with like long pants and long sleeves and socks and you know, I was like all ready to go. But, and then that, and then, and then I was, and then kind of how you use the opportunity of injuring your shoulder as a way to kind of deepen. I used the mosquitoes as my teacher. I'm like, okay, you know, these things are like causing little pain points in my body and they're causing discomfort, but there, there's, there's a really great opportunity here to notice something without complaining about it, without creating resistance about it, but just being with what is and, and working with what is and, and being in a sense of what is. So that was awesome. That was so many realizations came through that. And I think in a way it's very similar to what you noticed, uh, what, you're, what you're exploring with relating is how there can be this depth of authenticity and, and uh, vulnerability and relating that is beyond and um, deeper than just the, the verbal thinking and verbal um, concepts. And it looks like you might be frozen. Are you still here? I'm here. Okay. Uh, you're, you have a frozen screen, but I think you can still talk. There you are, you're back. <laughs> um, I, well, I just love this. I mean, the something I've just developed a bunch of empathy for recently, especially, but but also, I mean, enough of these conversations, and you start to see um, how seductive this like downward spiral is. Yeah. How, I mean, whatever we want to call it, if we want to call it like the, the the social validation games or the Matrix or um, like from this this book, outwitting the devil. It's like the devil. It's like the yeah. it's like the ignorance and the lethargy and the complaining and the like. We're victims. It's. I mean, this is actually really yeah. really seductive. Like, um, and so ha and when so that's why it's so like obvious when you have a breakthrough from this. But what I love that you were saying, it's like it's like that you didn't have to. You weren't like trying to like get your way out of it. You weren't trying to like think positive thoughts. You weren't trying to. You were just present. Mm. You were just with it. You just yeah. were like, oh. I can't, I can't release the negative. Like I can't invest in the negative. I can't like, you know, just go down in the spiral of like, it's, oh, look at this sucks so much. I hate these mosquitoes. Don't you hate these mosquitoes and get that validated. <laughs> so you're just, you just are present. And that's, what's so cool. This reminds me, this is like a really common law of attraction topic. It's like, just let your cork float. Just shut up. Just be still like you're naturally inclined to, to be clear and to be, generous and to be authentic and to be present and to be to mm. feel good like we're naturally inclined to feel empty and good and fine and available like that's our so if we just stop doing the stuff that perpetuates the downward spiral our natural the natural byproduct is like a gradual rising a gradual clarity now you're frozen oh can but you I hear me hear your voice yeah i hear your voice oh good so it, it, it's like, um, it seems like looking at it like it's fear-based, you know, like it's like all these things are based on fear. Like there's this fear and that keeps us like trapped, you know? And I'm just like noticing how it's almost like that's what the society is based on. It's like based on, it's like kind of like, the, there's this level of like, that's how we're held together. It's like we have these shared fears, you know? And it's like you break through that and you're like, actually, I'm not afraid of that. <laughs> I'm actually not afraid of this. I'm actually not afraid of that. And it's like, right. it's, it, 
it's kind of disorienting the people first because well that's how we're supposed to connect yeah you know but then there can be this other way of relating that is creative it's like a um yeah it's, it's like we're becoming creative beings you know from human being to creative being um, but first it's like being aware of like these fears and noticing them and like why are they here and what's the story there or what's the idea that that we're because some because it's we think it's like a lot of times that we think it's like it's just me but these are like collective stories that we're you know as, as, a, as a species we're attached to we're connected to and when we start to question them we start to question if they're really true you know if they're really something we need to be afraid of and nice. um, what we'll discover is that we don't nice you're still frozen for me yeah. so i wonder really yep but if I go like this, can you see my hands? No, I can't. I just see your stern oh. face, like. My stern face, my stern, <laughs> serious, fearless face. <laughs> uh, well, as long as we can hear each other, because okay. a lot of people will, will, will have this on uh, audio version too, like iTunes and stuff. Cool. So, yeah. Cool. And then things become fun. Like you can even, you can even, not even, I wouldn't say you can even, I actually think it's essential to have a bit of variability in your experience. Like have a bit of variability in emotion, have a bit of variability in what you're experiencing, have a bit of variability in pain and pleasure because like, that's what makes it fun. Like if it was just like, if there was just nothing, you would be, you wouldn't exist. You'd be dead. You'd be nothing. You'd be, there'd be no life, you know? But if you recognize yourself as that which is transcendent of all of that, then you can have this experience of some variability of some story. And it's like play. It's like in the East, they call it the Lila, the play of Lila, like the play of mm, form. You nice, know? yes. Reflections of the one and only infinite light. Nice. Yeah. It's fun to have all these people popping in and out. Yeah. Welcome, Maxine, Paola from Miami. <laughs> Loving this. Thanks for being here. So how are you spending your time? It feels like you're just like, you're just all in right now. You're just like reading and studying and watching videos and writing. Is that what's happening? Yep. Um... Yeah, that's been a lot of it. And then just doing work for, for Bentinho Masaro. Um, been making graphics yep. and um, launching products. And we're probably going to do some more traveling here pretty soon. So, yeah, that's been the the main work. But, yeah, that's you're dead on. Like, that's how it's felt. It's like every morning it, it just feels like um, – Yeah, it's like it's like who can I who can I make this land for today? Who can I make this resonate with today? Nice. Yeah. But it also feels like you're you're following your highest curiosity. Like you're just following like whatever you're you're inquiring about or what you're questioning, you're just you're following that like kind of like, you know, in the moment. And I think that's what that's what is the highest the how do I say like the highest way of living or the highest level of fulfillment is when we're just like living in the question, you know, we're living in the curiosity. Fuck yeah, nice. Totally. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's how. Yeah, totally. I mean, and this toggle thing, like, this is really my obsession right now. I'm. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get that down to a science. Like, I really want to crack that code. I want to crack the code of the toggle. Like, I mean, you just now that now that my awareness has been brought to it, it's like I can see it everywhere. It's like every philosopher has, has like described it in different terms. Um, every like, you know, like in in IPEC, they talk about the levels of energy and. You can just feel yeah. that the the bottom three and a half levels of energy are kind of like um, self conscious, self like things are happening to me. And then the top three and a half levels of energy, it's like about the world. It's like this shift. It's like you're available. You're looking out of. You're looking out at things. It's not looking at yourself through things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I've just been interested in this. I feel. Um, Yeah, I feel like it's, I feel like it's, uh, for anybody who wants it, I feel like it's going to become really, really simple. But then that's the other thing that I'm so interested in is like how to get people to want freedom, to want the truth. Like, how do you, how do you incentivize that? How do you, yeah, that's, (laughs) that's been another really interesting thing I've been thinking about. Cause I can, that's something that like can shut someone like me up or someone like you up is, um, is uh, people don't, people aren't fed up with, with things. People are just like, no, I'm good. This will work. My nine to five will do the trick. Like, and you can feel on another level that there's, um, there's a desire and there's a hunger, but for whatever, for whatever reason, there's no hunger in their expression at least. And so that, yeah, that's been, that's been a major curiosity the last couple of weeks for me. Mm. yeah i mean i think that that when we're running off we're running off the story of who we think we are so we're we're wanting a payoff within the story you know right totally and then and then somebody's like you know basically like threatening to blow the whole thing up by saying <laughs> everything you think you are is an illusion <laughs> and there's this tremendous freedom that's beyond that and like wait because because in, in there in like in the mind of that person i've invested 20 years 30 years whatever it is you know 40 years and trying to get to this freedom which is some amount of money or some amount of some house and some you know neighborhood or some school or some job or some whatever you know and like you're telling me that that's not going to give me the freedom. That's like really, that could be like really deflating. It could be like really, really defeating. Like oh, I wasted my time. Pretty much you did, but not necessarily because that was a stepping stone to realize this, this greater freedom. Yeah, you know that's true. Like you know you're, you're like you're searching for freedom, or you're searching for love, which in my mind are two sides of the same thing. So whatever it's whatever this love or freedom eventually is going to take you to the same point, which is yourself. Right, what you're eventually going to realize is you. You are love and you are freedom, right? But like, if I think that I'm something, then I'm trying to like accumulate something. And if you can tell me how to accumulate that, which has its place, you know, if you can tell me how to accumulate that, then you're helping me. But if you're not telling me how to accumulate that, then you're not helping me. But like, you know, there's this freedom that's beyond, beyond you, beyond beyond who you think you are. It's like you have to, you have to be blown open to who you who you actually really are first and foremost so like how how do you want that because it it is a great mystery i don't have the answer because like 
how do you want and that's why i think that that phrase dying for the truth hmm. really really like excites me and inspires me because basically it's like a death sentence it's like what what we're talking about is like killing yourself basically you know and so like when people talk about like suicide and like death and this stuff it's like yeah i totally get it but like killing the body is not going to do anything for you what you really want is to, is to transcend the ego like you're feeling like so stifled by the ego like being this little box you know and you totally. can just like you're so free like outside of that you know but like there's nothing in it for the ego so it's like this different like you think like when i first started my like spiritual search you know my spiritual journey i thought like okay, I'm going to become enlightened and I'm going to like have a trophy and I'm going to show everybody like, oh, I'm enlightened, you know, I did it. I made it happen. Everyone's going to like cheer. Everyone's going to be happy for me, you know. But it's like the you who thinks they're going to get the trophy is not going to be here anymore. Like that you is going to be nice. blown, you know. Right. And there's no one left. There's, there's no trophy or you left. But somehow you're still here. It's like this amazing, beautiful, magical, miraculous um thing you know the um, the christians have a phrase that i like which is um i think it relates here which is being born again you know so it's like it's like you're born again you still have the same body but it's like you're living like a totally different life and it feels like what you did when you made the shift of like hey hey friends like i still love you but i'm resonating from a different place now and like i'm making these shifts inside myself it was like a movement in that direction yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's like identity. Like, it's like identification. It's like, you, I guess, like, yes. if you're identified with, um, I'm the type of person who I'm a little shy, or like, I'm the type of person who this has happened, and this led to this, and I'm super educated, or whatever, like, any sort of thing like that. that right. Would, like, I'm the type of person, or, um, no, you don't know me. You don't know my story. This is, you don't know me, so you can't, like, any of that, any of that, like, identity, that's, that's the thing that we're constricted by. Like, that's the thing that we're not seeing. Like, we're seeing through it. We're, like, not seeing that that's, like, our box. That's what we're limited by. So that's what dies. It's, like, you break out, and you're, like, holy shit, like, I've got infinite options right now. Like, I could just do fucking anything. Like, anything is, like, and it, and it feels like that. It, like, feels like creativity. Like, it feels like a white piece of paper in front of your face. And it's like, okay, got all the colors here. Like, what could I do? That's really actually how it feels. So, but exactly. from the perspective of, of um, yeah, no, I, I just, I like to just do things this way. And I, I, uh, I'm not very active, for whatever. Like, there's, everybody pretty much has one of these. It's like 99% of the world has their, like, identity that they just make decisions through. And, um, yeah, from that perspective, it's like you have, like, three colors and the paper is already is already you it's already completely filled in except for like you can color in like the the, the head of the dog that's the one thing it's like okay i could use a little red ink to, you know it's just it's that's how it's actually so limiting it's actually so but it's safe like you were saying like it's um you can rely on it you know what to expect you've done it for 50 years you like are pretty good at it um yeah, but then that's the thing that I've kept having happen. It's like I keep um, projecting something into my my identity or I keep thinking like, okay, I need to travel the world. And once I'm traveling the world, like that's really it. Like that's going to be it. 
And I had it before too, when I graduated college, it's like, okay, let me get a really high paying, like epic job at a startup where, I'm, you know, where I've got like a leadership position and, um, and then you get the thing, like you do travel the world, you do work at a sick startup, you do like, and then you're just like, okay, like I'm still here. It's still me in here. It's like, it's never out there. It like never works to like, this never works. So I guess that is kind of the main motivator. It's like you do things that you think are going to work, that you think are going to get you what you want. And then at some point you're like, all right, I've done this enough times. I've had a goal, yeah. looked for the goal, got the goal, achieved it, and had like, you know, 24 hours of like self cheer. And then it's like, damn, like, okay, wrong direction. And then finally, that's the thing that, that we're talking about here. It's like, what is the truth? Like, what do I have to sacrifice to just know what the real truth is? Because it's not out there. I'm not going to get it from any relationship. I'm not going to get it from any trip. I'm not going to get it from any, any job or any, any realized goal. So what, what's the direction to go? And I think, um, yeah, that's, that's what's so scary. It's like, oh, it's inward. Oh, damn. Like, I gotta, I gotta face myself. I gotta look inward. I gotta go inside. I gotta like feel the stuff that I've been perpetuating in the, I got to look at this identity that I've created and just question it and be like, is this actually me? Like, and what if it's not? So yeah, that's exactly what, what um, my path is and your path is. It's like, I'm looking for more and more areas where I'm identified with something or um, I think I'm limited by a perspective or I think I'm, um yeah i think i am something it's like if you ever think you are something and then the best tool ever that i found is this growth mindset have you heard of the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset i've heard of it tell, oh, tell us about it though that is so good that is just like that's like i love these hacks that apply to everybody like anybody can get this like you could be mm -hmm. you could be like a rugby coach in this lands. like this applies to everybody <laughs> Um, so the growth mindset is as opposed to the fixed mindset and the fixed mindset is basically like I was describing. It's like, Ooh, uh, um, you know, somebody says, all right, we're gonna, here's the goal. And like most of the people in the room are like, Ooh, like, um, I don't think so. Like I have to, or I can do that, but it's going to need to go like this. Or there's some just like, uh, probably not. Like, I don't think I can get it. Or if, a better example would be somebody confronts you and says like, you keep doing this. Do you notice that you keep doing this? And in the fixed mindset, you'll be like, Oh, I am doing that. Like, that's how I am. And I'm sorry. Or you'd be like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not like that. I'm like this. There's just something fixed. It's like a, this is how I am. And either you're defending it or you feel like a victim to it. Like I just am this way. And, or I'm not, I'm this way. So there's something fixed. So a fixed mindset is like the opponent of growth. It's like the opponent of humility and the opponent of confidence. It's the opponent of, of breakthrough and learning. And the alternative is so simple. It's so simple. It's just having a growth mindset. It's just like, all right, I don't know how, but I can get this. Like, I don't really see how it's going to look, but I'm interested. I'm curious. I wonder how, huh? I'd like to, I'd like to understand this. Like, wow, this seems really daunting, but I think I can get it. Like, can you tell me where, I, like, what's my blind spot? Like, it's seriously just that shift and just like 
Hmm. I'm open. I wonder. I will listen. I'd like to know. I have questions. Here's where I'm confused. Here's it's just leaning in and being curious. And that's like, man, that's like one of the best, the best tools I know of just, it's actually like the requirements. Like that's the prerequisite for, for this, the type of growth that we're talking about, the type of self-realization and self-actualization that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So I have a question for you. Yes. I love what you're saying. Um, I've been thinking, I was thinking about you like last, like, day or two um noticing like a lot of just a little, little bit of an edgy question but we're, we're fine with edgy questions right so yeah. a lot of women have a lot of disempowering stories about being women cool. that that limit them and i was thinking about you like you don't seem to have any of that that i can like detect that you're like living from and i wanted to ask you about that like what do you what do you notice there like what's what's happening for you there like you know, tell me about those, because these are like collective stories that people can attach to, right? Totally, totally. Um, wow, interesting. Um, well, I, I have throughout my life. I've definitely had that. I'm super familiar with like the women's, um, um, how do you say this? Like, it, but it is, it's like a story. It's like an identity. And it's, I mean, people can kind of subscribe to it at different levels, but um, yeah, like I remember I was the, the president of this club in my college. And I remember thinking like, I would just be better to be a vice president. Like, like, um, and and thinking like the the president like would be better to be a man and i should be uh the vice president because they would be more confident they would be able to have these debates with other like club presidents like they would be um they'd be better at leading guys and i remember i had this and it's just like damn i can't even like i want to get this out of my head like i want to not be thinking this but i think this like i actually think that i would be better in a vice president position to a guy president. Um, and I remember I told my mom that and she was like, no, like she's like just disregarded me and was like, whatever, you'll outgrow that. Um, but no, like I can still sort of, I can still feel that. Like there's something, um, there's something, yeah. Or like laugh or like humor, like um, the guy I've been dating or the guy I've dated for the last, um couple years kind of on and off casually is super alpha super like super funny super um like the leader of his friend group and um yeah there's one thing I noticed like in a in a group of guys or especially like around him he's he's the funny one or like maybe one or two of the guy of his guy friends are the funny one but like for the thought of me being funny in that situation is just like far out. It's like, like it's, it's, I just don't have the confidence in that situation or, or like it's happened, you know, it's happened a few times, but um, it's like, yeah. They, so anyway, to me that, that whole, that identity is, it's just a confidence thing. It's just like, um, 
it's yeah it just comes down to confidence it's just that like um actually there's a book on this there's like this great book and it's like sitting right over here let me For those of you listening, Corey's grabbing a book. She's going to show us. Okay, this is called The Confidence Code. I love this book. I, rec I super, super okay. recommend this book. And it's called The Science and Art of Self-Assurance, What Women Should Know. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Um, it's a New York Times bestseller, and I, I love it. So, I don't know. Anyway, I guess my main point is that I do have that. Wait, wait. I do have the same thing that you're – that. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I'm very confident for a woman and I've made a lot of decisions to just like, I used to be super into feminism and kind of like calling out people for mansplaining and calling out, um, yeah, and just like doing all the politically correct stuff for feminism. And then I just realized like, I don't even want my attention on this. Like, let me just work on being funny. Let me just work on being confident alone as an individual. Like not not as part of a group who needs to reassert their dominance or reassert their confidence, but let me just like privately work on my confidence, privately work on my humor and my and what do I think and and being articulate and being clear and speaking up and just alone, like when it's authentic and not having any need to um, like balance something out or um, but no, just being really tuned in and authentic and like okay what's true now like is it true for me to make this joke is it true for me to assert myself and make this point and and like make sure people hear this point then then okay like i'm gonna work on that as like a private skill but i still feel i still feel the 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 um i can still feel it i guess the collective yeah identity. yeah it's like a part of the collective so we're always going to be aware of these these things and maybe sometimes we get caught up in them but there's this really interesting thing. It's, it's, it's really fascinating to me. It's like, there's a way you can be a woman without being identified inside as being a woman. There's a way you can be a man without being identified like hmm. as being a man. There's a way you can be feminine without being identified as being feminine or being masculine. It's like the authenticity of who you are just comes through like That's in the cool. moment. You know, if you're coming through a man's body, then you must be coming through a man's body. If you're coming through a woman's body, you must come through a man's body. But you don't have to be thinking of yourself as I'm a woman or I'm a man. You just are what you are. Nice. And there's something like so freeing about that, that you don't have to be try to be um, a man or a woman and caught in these stories. And when I say that, it may sound like I'm, I'm advocating some sort of transgender thing, which I'm not. If that's the essence of who you are, then that's beautiful too. But I think... The essence of who we are is just going to come through. For some of us, it's going to be masculine. For some of us, it's going to be feminine. For some of us, it's going to change at different times. And this idea of like, nice. I'm a woman, so this is just how it is for me, or I'm whatever, it's just not true. And it's like you, you can liberate yourself from all that and just be what you are in the moment and respond to what's here in the moment in a way that's really free. And um, I just see that a lot in you. And I'm, I, I think I want to just acknowledge that and say that, um, that it's beautiful. And it, I think it can be inspirational to other people cool i see that in you too actually as you were describing that like i definitely see like a non a non-identified but totally totally masculine um like expression mm -hmm. but it, there's no identification with it there's no like yeah it doesn't come with any extra um with nothing extra i guess that's really what it comes down to it's just like nothing added nothing subtracted just like 
What do you think? Like, what's actually going on? Like, what do you, what's, what's, what wants to- No artificial right flavoring. Now? Right, right. <laughs> so simple, <laughs> it's always so simple. And then like, just, just really being aware, like wherever we are, just really being aware, really, because there's so many of these and we're being offered them like throughout the day, you know, all day long, just really being aware of disempowering stories. And, and do we, are we going to attach and identify to those stories? Or are we going to let them pass by? You know, because there, there, there's so many opportunities to be, to be in victim, victimization consciousness, to be in this like disempowering story. And we're just hurting ourselves, you know? Hmm. But when we realize like who we really are, then we can have empathy, we can have compassion, we can have compassion for um, even ourselves, for other people, but we don't have this, this sense of like, oh, this is all I am, this is all I'll ever be, or this is all I'm limited to. Like, we are limited to, the only thing we're limited to is what we tell ourselves in our minds that we're limited to, right? So if we come from unlimited possibility, then for us, there's unlimited possibility. And that's that's exciting. And if there's, and if there's like a message that people can get, you talk about reaching the masses that people can get that we should share with people. That's the message. Like there's unlimited possibility inside you, you know, whoever you are. And, I'll, and here's a way to reflect that to you. Right. Yeah. For that right now, hearing that, that comes through this filter in my mind. I've been, um, I told you, I've been like waking up thinking about how to make this land for more people, how to make this accessible for more people. Yeah. And there's a couple things like this one, like there's a few that just like, I can just feel them like not land, which is like, you, you can always choose. People don't want to hear that. Like that doesn't land yet for some reason. And anything is possible. People can't, it's like, that doesn't, I mean, people that, that are like right on that edge people that are like curious, hungry, interested, but like having, yeah. So like this, this, the stuff about like infinite potential, infinite possibility that like you really are the choose, like that, that in a way feels um, like, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm trying to crack this cut feels kind of like the like armor around the coat. Like that's the, that's the defense mechanism right around like people that's, and then once they go there, it's, like oh my god it's true holy shit that's real like actually that's that is true literally not not like from the from this like spiritual god mode buddha like enlightened like you are the creator of the universe no like it's actually literally physically pragmatically true right now for Um, breaking up a little bit, but the, but the energy of what you're sharing is beautiful, and the the, the essence I got the essence of it. Mm -hmm. Sorry, this book is called The Devil. Are you there, Corey? Napoleon Hill. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, there's some kind of delay coming in, or for some sort of delay coming in. But um, I just wanted to share that. Um, I think that that is the, that's the next level that's opening up. And like, it's like the old spirituality was like, you know, awaken to you are, really are, but kind of separate yourself from the world. The world is bad. The world is evil. The world's the cause of sin. The world's the cause of um, illusion and my, all these things. 
And I think what's emerging now, what's like we're bringing in is recognize who you really are and create this world. Like we're the creator of the world, you know? So it's like the, it's to me, it's like the real non-duality because the other one was creating a separation between formless and form. Like the world of form is illusion bad, you know, create a, get rid of it, create a barrier between it, you know, don't get caught up in it. But like, this is the, this is the absolute non-dual, non-dual realization of like, and who is the creator? You're the creator, we're the creator. You know, we're creating um, a great exercise to play with for those of you listening is um, to, to ask yourself the question, um, not ask yourself the question, but imagine if you're creating everything you're experiencing in each moment, right? Like everything you're experiencing, like, you know, if someone's yelling at you, you're creating it. And I'm not in a way that you create blame about yourself or shame or oh, I'm a bad person because I made this happen. It's not what I'm saying. But just in the moment, like instinctively, everything that you're experiencing is like being created by the one. And who's the one? You're the one. Right. And when you start to recognize this, when you start to really recognize yourself as the creator, you become so empowered because before you didn't know you were the creator. So everything was like happening to you. Everything's happening to you, happening to you. But now it's not happening to you. Right. The more you start to you start to play this 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 exercise in your mind, it's like, oh, I'm creating this and we're all this is new for human consciousness. So I'm not I don't know that anyone's like got it down 100 percent. You know, we're kind of we're kind of bringing this. It's like 2.0 or something or bringing this operating system in. But it's like, it's the sense of when you start to realize that you're the creator, then what you start to, what you experience starts to change because what do you want to create, right? If anything's possible, what do we want to create? So just to play with that, like imagine that you're creating everything you're experiencing. It's, it, it eliminates, immediately eliminates all the disempowering stories. They all have to go because you're creating everything you're experiencing. So even if it seems like it's not true, that seems like bullshit, like just play with it. Just explore what it, what it feels like to play with that for 30 minutes or 10 minutes or five minutes. Nice. You know, you That's can just great. sit in meditation and just like every thought that I'm experiencing, I'm creating every emotion, I'm creating every sensation in my body, I'm creating, you know, and just, and just notice what that feels like and play with that. And that's a way to access this infinite, being one with the infinite creator that we really are. Yeah, that's great. Just what if? Like, what if you were? <laughs> what would that be like? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so and I, I think, I think that I we... Somehow, like, I would like to... Let me see if I can. Anybody knows how to... Uh... Can you do what? I just would like to like ref Thank you all so much for being here and uh, sharing your presence. My phone is uh, was smashed last night, so it's a little difficult to read your comments. And I have a new phone, but I wasn't able to totally upload the uh, the application yet, so. We were using the old smashed phone, and I can see Corey. Hi, Corey. Can you You're see me? You're again. Hello. I'm here again. The old, the old stern face is gone. Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> so yeah, I think we're, I think we're, we're, we're wrapping it up. This was, this was like epic. This was like. Yeah, this is awesome. This is like next level.
thanks y'all for your for your feedback feel free to feel free to share this actually you can just click a little share button and it can be shared to anybody anytime anywhere feel free to continue to um, write comments and questions most people watch this in the playback so feel free to continue the conversation going and we'll stay engaged and um, so grateful for you, Corey Katuna, your presence and this conversation. And we're doing our retreat sometime soon. We keep talking about it. So it must, must be happening in our, in, our, in our universal creative intelligence. It must be coming into being sometime soon. I think so. Yeah, I think it's coming. So look for our retreat together, which is going to be incredible. And um, have a great day. Anything, yeah, anything you else you want to say, Corey? No, thank you. I love these. I always love these. They're so, they're so fun and energizing and uh, big picture. And it just feels, it feels like a dose of, of truth and good stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I love it. I think we, I think we, we want, I think like once a month is like good to keep, keep, keep this, this, the, this, cause I feel like you're like a, you're like, um, like a reporter of consciousness. I don't know how to explain it, but it's like you're like delving into these like realms of consciousness. Then you report back what you discover and it's, it's really good medicine for everybody to, to uh, get these reports and what you're learning and discovering and, and, and you know, likewise for me. So yes to yeah, this, awesome. yes to this moment, yes to us, yes to life. And thank you for being here and see you in the next now. Awesome, thank you. Thanks everybody for watching. Thank you all for being here. Um, again, you can you can check this out if you're not if you for whatever reason kind of want to have a different mode of being to tune in. iTunes, we're gonna upload it on iTunes. We'll be uploaded on YouTube, SoundCloud, and we'll be here on Facebook. And uh, have a great day, and see you soon in the next 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 right now. <laughs>